Wow. I'm just going to sit here for a minute and listen to the background. <sighs> really take it in. I decided today that I wanted to record this episode outside on my back patio, my back porch. And I'm really glad that I did because it's so beautiful out here. It's so, oh, the wind is blowing. As the wind blows, as the wind blows, the the leaves just fall off the tree and fall to the ground. But it does it so gracefully. Leaves die out from the tree so gracefully. It's so beautiful. I love nature. I love nature. I've always, always loved nature. Like my truest self, like the core of me loves nature. I remember being a kid and just could spend my entire day outside. And I had friends. I did. If I'm if I'm being honest, I enjoyed being outside. And it just so happened that my friends that I made at that time love being outside just like me. But sometimes we we play forever in their closet and like use our imagination. That was cool too. <laughs> and if you're listening to this, I know you know. You remember them days. Fun times. <laughs> Anyways, um, but sometimes, as you get older, you know, you make certain choices in life. And those choices can take you away from or distract you from things that the core of you love and enjoy doing and having and being, right? And so as you get older, if you aren't aware of it, or if you're not blessed and fortunate enough to be put in a situation where you can reflect, you can lose sight of who you are, who you were. Coming from the womb, just learning your way in the world. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm so glad right now, like, this moment in my life allows for me to, it allows me to, like, truly allows me to get back to those moments of being able to reflect and being able to have a choice to record and run my little mouth outside in nature. I love that. My favorite color is green. I love any hue of green. I don't care. Mint green, forest green, olive green. Green is green, okay? It's green for me. I love it. So, yeah, for sure. But I love fall. So the color of these leaves are definitely different from what they were during like the summertime and the springtime. Yep. But anyways, I wanted to spend my time today 
with my coffee. And while my youngest kid, youngest two kids are sleeping, I got about 30 minutes, y'all. So let me get into it. So, I guess now, right, at this present moment in history, in time, we have been privy to a lot more information, whereas our parents and our parents before our parents so forth they didn't have as much access to said information right so because of that they took what information and knowledge that they did have and they did gain in most cases it was passed down it was traditional and they used it in their daily everyday lives all right so let's use religion as that example so you have I really I'm gonna do some research because I don't want to sound ignorant but I'm gonna do my research on this as well but I'm just gonna say for right now you have about three generations just three generations of black people in America now don't quote me because that's not the correct amount for those of you who are interested in being super accurate okay it's not we know that it's more generations of black people in America but I just want to talk about these three generations so We're going to talk about my generation. We're going to talk about my parents' generation. And then we're going to talk about my grandparents. So my parents' parents' generation. We're going to use them. Just these three, right? With my parents' parents' generation, they were a product of slaves, some may not necessarily to slaves some may be to emancipated free blacks some were being owned right so you have those scenarios so my grandparents were products of slaves we'll 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 do that right because it could have been we're going to go with that we're going to start there their indoctrinization was christianity right they learn how to be Christian. It was, I don't care what generation, but beat into them, right? They had no other option but to believe in Christianity. It was no thing of choice. It was no thing of having an actual belief system and choosing like, yeah, I'm going to be Christian because, you know, I believe in Jesus and everything. That's not the case, right? Essentially, it was forced upon them. And then you have my parents' generation who took and saw what 
that religion had done for their parents and they ran with it right and they believed that that was the way to be like because being black in America you what you deal with you dealing with generational trauma right we not even talking about my generation we talking about my parents generation my dad alone my father alone father left him while he was young mother was mentally just unstable and so he came up in a household that was not showing love right and so they his parents my grandparents they weren't necessarily they were kind of like the black balls like they were black balls from their families because my my dad's side of the family a lot of them are like like he talks about being related to Cab Calloway I know my grandma's side like Monica Ludacris all that that's which is so cool right conversation for another day but they were pretty much the black sheep because they were alcoholics because he was abusive to my grandma and so with my dad when his when his father left essentially the age that he was at that time he tapped out mentally emotionally just wasn't there at all right and i would pick this time right now to talk when now is the trash man getting ready to turn on the street so we gonna we gonna get through this because I was deciding that I wanted to be in nature so I'm gonna sip my coffee while that while they do their thing All right, so with my dad, getting back to him, essentially being saved, being Christian was the right way to be for him during that time. And so that's what he chose. He chose that because he believed that that way of life and that way of living, and he felt and he agreed, right, that it gave him solace. It gave him a sense of peace. A sense of belonging, awareness, right? And so, because of that, right? I don't shame that. My dad had, my dad had to experience a lot of things as a young black man in America without a father. And so, that in itself is a difficulty because when you're brought into this world, you need both parents. It's just that simple. That's to have a foundational, healthy life, you need both parents because you are made of both energies, right? So it's important 
that your father is around but because he didn't have that he needed to figure out a way and it just so happens that when his parents divorced he and his siblings they were separated and they lived with other relatives and when where he was able to move was he moved with a teacher um and she was saved so well, well a relative who who happened to be a teacher and she was just very good to him and he remembers that part and so for him Christianity being saved that meant what she brought to him it, that's what it meant for him what she brought that love that that compassion that attentiveness that that stability that consistency that's what she brought and so because she brought that and because I believe it was his aunt because his aunt and her husband brought that. It gave him a sense of belonging, a sense of understanding, a sense of peace, because that's what she created from her belief system. And so that's why I don't judge my dad for what he chooses to believe in, because that was his solitude. That was his solace. You know what I mean? And so I don't judge it. And I love that for him. If that brings him peace and that brings him a sense of of, of solace and, and, and connectedness and belonging, like, who am I to judge that and to speak down on it? Like, I want him to see peace and have solace. I want the same for myself, right? So then this happens. I can only speak for myself, right? And for my generation in time, I can't speak for nothing else, nobody else, right? I can only speak from my experience and why I think and believe and have the mindset that I have. That's all I can do. So you have my dad who came from a household that was chaotic, right? That had a lot of alcoholism, that had a lot of low vibrational energy right and so he was able to see high vibration right or at least what it looked like to be high vibrational so to speak and he clung to that he went throughout his life and he made choices and every choice obviously wasn't healthy for him and so he felt like that was the best choice that he made he decided to get saved and before that you know my dad was a pretty he was pretty free-spirited and he my dad's freaking genius he's a freaking genius he, he knows history he's very intelligent and I personally feel like had he not taken the Christian route he probably would have been a hippie if I'm being honest and or some some type of historian scientific a strap like he would deal with this type of these type of things that I deal with but because that's what he was exposed to to bring solace and peace to him that's what he chooses to believe and he allows to be his sense of direction and his sense of like foundation for his life and so I, I obviously and completely have no judgment for that I am a product of a Christian, of Christian parents, right? So, but they are a product of not so Christian parents. And so they chose to be Christian, right? All right. So 
we go into this belief system and then we talk about how and we can go into my mom with my mom my grandma was essentially my mother kind of felt like oh she witchy Mm, okay that's kind of what she felt that's kind of how my mom felt about my grandma so with understanding that that you know growing up as a kid I put two and two together and, and just assumed that she wasn't as Christian-y or saved you know I don't know and that's not for me to discuss that's not my business that's their business right but either way my mom decided to be saved at a young age and I love that for her because before she took that route she was going through a lot of tumultuous relationships and a lot of painful experiences and so it gave her solitude it gave her peace right it gave her something to believe in something to feel loved by so my whole point or angle isn't at all to create an environment of dislike of hate of anger it's it's not at all to do that But it is to talk about and bring enlightenment to the fact that this generation, right, we've transcended the idea of religion. And it's like... I know a lot of people are like that's that's hella controversial. How could because the thing is a thing about religion. I can only speak from the Christian standpoint, like being raised Christian, right? And this is a thing for me. Oh, they coming back around. They coming back around. They coming back up, back up, back up, back up, back around. Go mute it. Let me mute it. This this is this I really want to talk about it. What oh, ain't here? at this point yet so basically what I'm saying is this is why I feel the way that I feel about um basically saying that I feel like we transcended religion alright let's mute it Because let's think about religion for for a moment. And like I said, I'm going to continue to emphasize the fact that I can only speak from the perspective of Christianity because that was the only religion that I was exposed to. So, and this is my perspective and my experience. And this is Coffee with Quiche. So I am free enough, right? We live in a country of freedom of speech to speak my opinion about stuff. This is my life. This is what I'm cho- how I'm choosing to experience my life. And sometimes that be the problem with people. These are the reasons why I feel like we, this generation, has transcended religion. When you think about religion and the, the, the setup of it, the establishment of it, It's really established and set up in a sense of saying like humans 
are completely incapable of having any type of control. That we are literally powerless. Not only are we powerless, we're impulsive. Like we have no discipline. So we need religion to keep us in order. Why do we believe that? Why do we believe that we need to be controlled? Why are we afraid of experience? Because I'm going to be honest. When I experience something, I learn from it. The thing is, a lot of us are fearful. And a lot of us choose religion to as a security blanket because stepping outside of religion requires for you to be responsible for yourself and most people are not willing to do that because if they know that they have to be responsible for themselves then that means that they have to be accountable for the shit that comes out of their mouth for the thoughts that they have about other people for how they treat people and then when that happens that becomes scary because you're being held accountable for something that you did and you're not asking for the freedom of the consequences from your choices and so that was the thing for me like the thing with my dad is that he had a lot of emotional issues Right. And the thing with emotional issues is that they can alter the way that you think. They can alter the the way that you're able to be coherent in your present moment. Right. And it causes you to really lose track of life happening around you, lose track of time. Mind you, I'm on the other side of this. I'm receiving this. Your body is here with me. But your mind is on the other side of town. Literally. That was my that was my joke song for my dad. As a kid, I didn't notice. Right? <laughs> but as an adult, it's like, wow. He tapped out. So let me ask you, what is the benefit, right, of having a religion that's about love, right? That's about peace and, 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 and God's security and forgiving of sin, right? When internally, you ain't even there. Internally, you don't even feel love. So you don't even know how to give it and share it. Internally, you boiling over. Internally, you're angry as a mug because the world has shed on you so many times. But you are blessed and highly favored. And you praying. You're on your knees 
till they red till they raw because you believe that there is something that's outside of you that's going to change what you feel on the inside of you like I literally I literally love (laughs) I love us right I literally have no judgment listen I love my dad forever and a day and I really love that freedom for him for his choice and the path that he chose to take I really do however I love my path I'm grateful for my path I'm grateful for what brought me out because if I'm if I'm being honest right I'm not saying that I don't believe in a higher power because I absolutely do I just don't believe that I need religion to keep me in line I think that's a scapegoat and then it's like it's so interesting to me right for ministers and pastors to be having their show, having their, their their sermons and their rebuking stuff that they don't even fully understand. I seen a post on Facebook. And basically a girl was saying that she isn't going to partake in shadow work. Because her pastor said that it's demonic. Or specifically a book that was shadow work journal. And he said it was demonic. I want to know if he know what shadow work is. Because how do you decide that? What about learning about yourself going through understanding dealing with past traumas dealing with how you feel internally so that you can if you do so decide to be Christian and you can feel peace within yourself what's demonic about that it is so weird to me that instead of saying you know yes you have the power of God within you you are, an Im- you say you are an image of God, but you, t- only to a certain extent, which to me doesn't even make an ounce of sense. Like, how are you telling me that I'm in the, made in the image of God, and yet I cannot say I am God? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Truly, it doesn't. And it's just, it's so interesting to me how it's encouraged not to internally heal literally just sweep all your shadows and all your sorrows and all your internal pain continue to sweep it under the rug and if it makes a heel a mole heel under this rug whatever is seeping out just sweep it under another rug The issue was that the book had a mirror on it. And people argued that mirrors are portals. (sighs) Let me let me let me enlighten y'all on something. First and foremost, anything that carries a dark 
a dark field around it, behind it, that mirrors or has an open space could be considered demonic because you don't know what the hell is going on in that dark space, (laughs) right? Sounds crazy. You can have a whole door with light off to a room and that can be a portal. You can have a friend or a lover. We ain't ready for that, right? A friend or a lover to mirror you. And they will be a portal. Portals are simply doors to an unknown. The problem is we've been taught from birth to be afraid of the unknown to not question to not ask any questions it is what it is that's what it is no don't ask no questions no that ain't no what it is is what it is that's what we've been taught and so we are afraid of the shadow only thing is the shadow is gonna follow you for your entire existence and when you die You're going to go into that shadow that you've been afraid of. So I just think like to label everything and just slap every like demonic on everything that is just unknown, unclear for people. I feel like that's just really ultimately silly. Right. It's silly. Because. Who told you that? Anything, anything we do, read the Bible, say any, do anything, read a book. It's up for our interpretation. That's what it's up to. That's what it's for. It's up to our interpretation, not for the interpretation of someone else. What's unhealthy and demonic is looking for someone to tell you how to think, how to be, what to say, what to do. That's demonic, if I'm being honest. I've never felt so controlled. I tried to be saved. I tried that route. And I felt con- I felt controlled, right? And I also felt demonized for just being me. And that, I wasn't having that. I, went, I wasn't having that. No, because right now I feel at peace. I don't judge nobody for what they choose to do. I choose to love people unconditionally. And it's so interesting that it's considered demonic to have unconditional love, to aspire to have unconditional love. That's what it really ultimately boils down to. That having unconditional love is demonic. Man, I really, I really send positive, loving, unbiased, unconditional love to those Christians who heavily judge and deeply judge people for finding their way. Mm. God isn't in a church. 
if God is anywhere, more than likely, church is the last place God will be. This is my truth. So you're not required to believe me and trust me. But as I live this experience right now, I'm living it in a transcendent from religious way, from religion way. I don't judge and I don't knock people for choosing to be religious at all and to be honest I really don't care if I'm being judged by them because judgment is fear man that's what it is ultimately judgment is fear so you're afraid of me you're afraid of what you don't know so how I'm judge you for that Anyways, I've enjoyed my coffee. <clears throat> and if you guys have been here this whole time and enjoyed the chat, and you agree and, and you just are tired of, or you feel like you really have transcended that, that space of religion, Drop a heart. Drop a green heart. This is about love. Drop a green heart in the comments. Like, let's transcend. Let's continue to transcend. Release ourselves from expectations and judgment of others. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for joining me. It's been real. It's been raw. And it's been Coffee with Quiche. Peace.